we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 9th, 2015. Next report, um, <clears throat> it was an email sent in to uh, Steve Quayle, and it's on their Q file thing. Uh, Walmart in Midland, Texas. He said that once he entered the building, he saw what looked like a lot of jail cells. There's a lot of stuff about Midland, Texas, and the Walmart there, and just read another thing today where they were, uh, regarding Jay Helm, where there was a lot of live fire, what appeared to be live fire going on. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of stuff regarding this seems to be this particular area of Texas. I recently have received some very important intel regarding the Walmart in Midland, Texas. I have a friend who has just moved her family up here from Texas to Hayden. <clears throat> I have a friend who just moved her, um, I'm sorry, repeated that, from uh, from Texas to Hayden, Idaho, where I reside, because of the Jade Helm 15. Uh, a couple of days ago, she informed me of a phone call she received from a friend of hers who just got a painting job at the Walmart in Midland, Texas. She informed me that her friend, was, when talking to her, was in a state of shock and almost disbelief as to what she saw inside the building. He was told to do a paint job for the inside perimeter of the building, but upon entering the building... What he saw put him in a state of shock. He said that once he entered the Walmart, he saw what looked like a lot of jail cells. <clears throat> Upon seeing that, he made a comment to the personnel who were instructing them on his job. He told them that it looks like a bunch of jail cells. Are they turning this Walmart into a prison? He also explained my friend that once he made those comments, that his job was short-lived because he lost it. <clears throat> because as they put it to him, they don't want anyone working here who makes those kinds of false accusations well i mean there's i'm sure there's a perfectly logical reason where you would have a whole bunch of things that look like jail cells set up in the walmarts i mean come on you know i mean they're perfectly logical i could see the jail cells in the aisles and um, maybe it's a new way they're going to market you go into the jail cell to get your products maybe they're acclimating people to kind of get used to that Maybe this is their slow incremental way of doing that. So I'm sure there's a logical explanation there. Uh, anyway, um, so <clears throat> going further, and they asked him to leave after that. <clears throat> I know that this information is hard for some to believe, but the source who told me this is very reliable and trustworthy, and there would be nothing for her to gain by telling me any of this. I mean, I had a listener the other day email me, and, and she showed me pictures of Bob Wire that they had just put on, like, the perimeter of the roof of this Walmart in Texas. I mean, and that was a long-time listener that just sent that to me. <clears throat> so, yeah, Walmarts are going to be kind of ground zero for whatever the New World Order is going to attempt to implement regarding martial law type scenario, I believe. They're going to be the, uh, the uh, right, in, right in the center of that, I believe. <clears throat> so, he goes on to say that she would also gain nothing by telling me this. For those who have a hard time uh, dealing with this, they better take heed of this intel and realize time is getting short and we all need to prepare just not materialistically but spiritually is the most important. The Lord is our strength and he is a shield and help. Keep praying and believing. <clears throat> and then to that I would add these Bible verses. Uh, Genesis 15.1 After these things the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Now, that's the same God that was yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, that's our, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. That is our God. That is Father God. So, fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. So, these are good verses to, you know, think about, possibly commit to memory, regarding all this negativity that we're constantly seeing every day. <clears throat> Negative information. 1 Samuel 17.45 Then David said to the Philistine, the giant, Goliath essentially, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield, but I come unto thee in the name of the Lord, under the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. That's the, that's the right mindset. We're, we're going to have a lot of giants in our future. And... Um, <clears throat> To deal with essentially and and i mean like the giants of 
all of the wickedness coming upon us. But it says, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. So see, he had his faith in the Lord and not in a, uh, in a sword or a spear or shield. Now there's nothing wrong with self-defense in that particular regard. And we've done tons of teachings on the biblical resistance to tyranny and that. Okay, but also the, the exceedingly most important thing you need to focus on is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he can do in a particular situation uh, to deliver you and to use you mightily for his glory. Psalm 3.3, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. Psalm 5.12, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous, and, and with favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Psalm 28.7, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. Psalm 33, 20. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Um, Psalm 115, verse 11. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. So, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of go over some of those verses regarding what the, what the particular man left off by saying, where he said, The Lord is our strength, and he is our shield and help. So, <clears throat> that is something that we definitely want to appropriate spiritually in the days and times ahead particularly. So then, next report is a Navy SEAL's word concerning a word I received <clears throat> this morning concerning the homeless and veterans. Broad is the road which leads to destruction. Without Jesus, it will be nearly impossible to survive what's coming. The homeless will more likely be left to die. They will be washed away or killed by the invading enemies as the sweep and clean. As the sweep and clean. No government benefit system no veteran survival after the major depopulation operations have been f finished. I mean, the veterans are the number one enemy. Returning veterans, it says, are the number one enemy of, of essentially the American government. Um, <clears throat> so, I think that's why they do as much as they can to destroy them while they're in service and, and after they're in service and make sure they don't get any kind of real true um, health care uh, afterward. Um... 22 veterans kill themselves every day in America. 22 every day on average. Suicides. Why isn't that front page news? How the government's totally failed them. 100% lock, stock, and barrel. No, no, that's not newsworthy. Just let's talk about the Confederate flag and how all white people are evil. And, and how the gays are just wonderful. And, and how we should give up all of our rights and, and praise Bruce Jenner, now known as Caitlyn Jenner. And, and praise Planned Parenthood and say that those, those, those whatever, or, or whatever. Those tapes are all doctored. Yeah, we're going to look at that extensively. Or how the illegal aliens are, are so wonderful and, and how, why, you know, why not let them all in? Why, I mean, we're not even debating that anymore, that they're all illegal. The vast majority of them. No, no, just let them in. Why, you know, why Muslims are wonderful and why they should receive equal footing with everything and why we need to let them... No, those are what the news reports read. That's what's going on. <clears throat> going further, it says, no government benefit system, no veteran survival after the major depopulation. Oh, and also the demonization of all Christians. You know, of all born-again Bible-believing Christians, regardless of, regardless of any type of race or creed, the demonization of all born-again Bible-believing. That is the main themes on the news now. So, no government benefit system, no veteran survival after the major depopulation operations have finished. They're going to make it a point to hunt either... point to either hunt the effective veterans down or kill them off in what Hillary termed as fun camps... This is my take on it, but I'll bet it's much worse. My sister and her husband said when they returned from Iceland, they noticed a new mural in a Denver airport. This is a new mural. Now, I've literally been there in front of the, the ones that all, everybody's always talked about. Uh, but this is a new mural, evidently, in the Denver airport. It was children marching with white flags. Well, it was a white flag, a flag of surrender. And the caption read, we are the future. So 
In other words, the future is the children because they're going to depopulate the, the older people, kill them off um, because they still have faculties. They haven't been brainwashed like the younger generations who they've been able to indoctrinate in Common Core and these types of things. They want to kill off the older generation. That will be a surrender generation that will go along with whatever the New World Order, tell, New World Order tells them to do. And by killing off all the older people, what they're going to have is um, also a major depopulation reduction. And the caption read, we are the future. They said it was very creepy and disturbing. I believe the final goal is to actually get rid of almost all adult humans. The other murals in the airport, the only adult you will see is the Nazi Russian with the gas mask. And that's the other mural that's more famous. He's got the, the sword. And he eventually dies by the hand of the blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy. Mm, weird. Sounds like Nazism, Aryan, fifth root race stuff. Where, you know, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed race of the Aryan, what Hitler would call the Superman, the, the fifth root race, would take over. And knowing that we brought the Nazis over after World War II um, through Pro Project Paperclip and incorporated them into our own government and the rocket scientists... Von Bulow, a guy or whatever, and Mengele and all of these people that we literally amalgamated and incorporated into the highest levels of, of government, of military and things of this nature. Um, the Bush's connections to them, well, yeah, you kind of wonder if, if they're really wanting to bring us back into that whole Nazi Germany mindset. So... <clears throat> the guy with the gas mask and the mural eventually dies by the hand of the blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy, same boy you see in the picture at the Bank of America headquarters. And they're saying that, you know, when <clears throat> Washington, D.C. is whatever, destroyed or whatever, that the new capital, or the capital for most likely the North American Union, is going to be Denver. So, that's some crazy stuff. Brother, all I know is that we have to make sure I ha I have to make sure that I am somewhere at a specific time and I will know what to do from there. I think meaning prepositioning yourself ahead of time before this stuff goes down. This is really like a sci-fi movie that has gone way off script. Pray for the homeless and our veterans as our lives depend on the veterans and God's mercy is extended to those that help the poor. Yeah, amen. The Bible's very clear on that. Uh, yeah, just pitiful, just really pitiful stuff, uh, what they're doing to the veterans, uh, just so much wickedness and evil, constantly just, it's just gone to total insanity level, when you, when, especially alternative news, which is where you're getting the real news, it's just one and then when, you, when, when, when you're in the know, and then you look at something like CNN, who's totally, you could see their agenda instantly. The demonization of anybody that doesn't fall in line with their script. And it makes you all the more righteously indignant, because you see, can clearly see what they're doing. You know, to try to demonize or promote whatever evil agenda they're trying to promote demonize whatever is good you know and promote and glorify whatever is wicked or evil going further <clears throat> recent headlines read now we're going to switch gears here of course it's part of the whole problem new california immigrant flood turning virginia blue a census study entitled Immigrants of Virginia released by the University of Virginia researchers documented the phenomenon. Until 1970, only one in 100 Virginians was born outside the United States. By 2012, one in every nine Virginians is now foreign born. See, this is all an agenda. You could say it's because you don't hate you hate other people love no that's not it at all okay a ton of these are illegal aliens a ton of these are muslims that they're letting in by now you know <laughs> wholesale just like the other legal aliens coming in from mexico and central america it's all by design okay 
Next headline, one-fifth of the nation of El Salvador is now living inside the United States. And I'm supposed to say that's good? They're here illegally, the vast majority of them? And I'm supposed to deem this as good when there's no other country on the planet? Well, I know, understand some countries are letting them in, but not, not to the rate the U.S. is. Nobody even compares to the U.S. as far as numbers go, and even percentages, I believe. One fifth of the nation of El- they're doing this to destroy those countries wherever it's happened they're doing it to do it like a fifth column inside destroying the com- country from the inside out on many different levels crime values morality all types of things like that wickedness witchcraft they're bringing in pagan religions they're bringing in knowing that that defiles the land one-fifth of the nation of El Salvador now lives inside the U.S. That's a whole country. We got one-fifth of their population. That's one country. MS-13 gang, which is one of the most wicked, evil... Um, I don't know if you want to call them Hispanic gangs. Mexican gangs, I believe. No, MS-13 is El Salvador, I think. Anyway, MS-13 gang in the land of Colonial Williamsburg. That's why I, I think, yeah. They're, they're, they're one of the most ruthless evil. They will kill you and your family and not even think two things about it. These are ones that are going to be activated when martial law... They're going to be literally given a green light by our government, most likely. Do, go in there and do whatever you want. Rape, pillage, kill, steal. And the, and the law enforcement will, told, will tell them to back off them. They're being put here on purpose. Just like the Muslims are being prepositioned, just why the, the Central American and Mexican gangs and whoever's working with them are being prepositioned. All of this is being done on purpose. A lot of this is about race wars. The gringo against, you know, the the um the Mexicans and the Central Americans. The white person against the black person, that's coming. We're gonna be talking about that next. All these race wars are being done on purpose. To get us to fight with one another and kill each other off so it saves the New World Order having to deal with it. And all that hatred and all that garbage is being stoked between the races in order to prime the pump for all that to happen. Next report. More green cards issued in a year than the entire population of the original 13 colonies. And those are, those are ones that are here supposedly legitimately. Those are green cards being issued. That's not including the illegals, I don't believe. Separate. The entire, in one year, than the entire population of 13 colonies. It's an absolute total agenda to destroy America from the inside out. Video, illegals jump off boat and run ashore during a Miami fashion shoot. They're just piling on, man. Yeah, Miami fashion shoot. They got these illegal aliens coming on shore from, I believe, Cuba, I imagine. Exit, or maybe Puerto Rico. Exodus from Puerto Rico. But Puerto Rico's, theoretically, the United States controls that, so I don't quite get that, but Exodus from Puerto Rico could upend the Florida vote. So bad in Puerto Rico, they're, they're now they're trying to, you know, come here. And I guess that's who was jumping on shore during the Miami fashion. I don't have time to get into all these. Twitter bot corrects people who use the term illegal immigrant. See, I always use the term illegal alien. That's what it is what it should be. It's the most harsh sounding. It's the one I like to use. I don't feel as though they deserve a pass. Undocumented immigrant or immigrant. Yeah, they immigrated illegally. Well, you don't know what their life was. You know what? If I tried to do it in their country, I'd be in jail. That doesn't matter. You don't know what they're... Oh, no. But if I try to do it in their country, I'm not holding... In other words, I'm not holding any illegal alien to an accountability I would not hold myself. Therefore, I do not believe I'm being hypocritical. Particularly when I know it's an absolute Luciferian agenda to do this. Obviously, very near and dear to Obama's cold devil heart 
that this all happens that america is destroyed from the inside his main goal is absolute total annihilation and destruction of everything that's decent good morally upright and sane about this country now is the church sitting back silent are we getting what we are i mean i'm not saying we're, we don't deserve it but that's what's happening Illegal aliens appointed to California by a, to appointed to California City Council. <laughs> They're appointing him to the City Council now. Illegal aliens. Pretty soon they'll be the president. We need an illegal alien president. Oh, we got one. Sorry, Obama's not here legally, as far as I can see. Every every bit of his birth certificate and everything else has totally been doctored, made up, lied about. He is an illegal alien, as far as I'm concerned. On its face, this should be illegal. You know, we bring everyone together to the table here in Huntington Park. Now, this is Darren McBrain. I don't know if he says the ASS word. He might. The guy can't do an interview without cussing. Really, I can't stand it. But every time the guy does, and there's a lot of people like that. It's like they can't help but cuss during, why do we have to cuss when we're doing an interview? Let's be professional. So I'm just warning you, he might say something. I don't know. I, I, I think he might have. I'm only playing about four minutes of this. It's the point is, is I can't believe that this is actually going on. Illegal aliens appointed to city council in California. So we can make sure that we are sharing the same vision. Huntington Park, California. Oh, so we need to have illegal aliens in the city councils for cities so we can make sure we're sharing the same vision. They should be locked up in handcuffs and shipped back over the border. They're here illegally. I try to go to Mexico, guess what, and do the same thing they're doing, or in such a, I get to go to prison for a long time, and then maybe I get extradited back, if I make it out alive, which I probably won't, being a gringo in a Mexican or a Central American prison, okay, so again, you know, but it's okay for them to do it, that's fine, I'm a racist for saying anything against it, how dare I, how dare I, I demand sanity, how dare I, I demand any type of, of moral, upright, or righteous behavior from this wicked, evil, Luciferian government? How dare I? Johnny Pineda announced that he will be appointing two illegal aliens as city commissioners. The two illegal aliens just happened to have worked on Pineda's campaign. Pineda countered, claiming that the illegal council members would not be paid due to federal prohibition and that they would not be able to determine city policy. This is an advisory position for them to, you know, give city council recommendation. Yeah. They're not going to be, you know, passing any policy at all. You know, at the end, you know, we do have the final word. We're sending the wrong message to other cities that you can be illegal and you can come and work for a city. And I'm surprised they would even let her use the word illegal. I mean, now it's it's undocumented immigrant or immigrant. How dare she say such a thing? Apparently, Pineda believes that his historic decision is legal and represents the community at large. The Hispanic mayor of Huntington Park backed Pineda up. And why not? California has been transformed. Back in 2014, Hispanics outgrew the white population as their numbers rose to 15 million, surpassing 14.92 million whites. And this isn't the first time this has happened in California. Southgate, California appointed Jesus Miranda, an illegal alien, as an advisor to its council. On and from everything I've seen about California that I've reported on in recent weeks, it's, it's just a matter of time regarding total implosion. You have the, the potential for natural disasters with the earthquakes, with the Fukushima, what's happening there. Tsunami, I mean, they just had that movie for predictive programming, San Andreas. That whole area, and we've, we've documented the thing with the Hoover Dam now, the whole thing, that the, the Southern California with Jade Helm and those, I mean, I now you have this, you have what Deborah Tavares had got into, where they were, you know, killing the oak trees out there to create more fuel, for when they burn California to the ground, basically, they're Howard having huge wildfires out there just in this last week alone. All the stuff being done on design, all the big brother garbage that they've got going on out. I mean, there's so much wickedness and evil there. And then you have this. I mean, it, it's, it's bad news. Housing development last month. 
Police departments hiring immigrants as officers. Yeah, they hire illegals as officers, actually. That's been coming out for years. Uh, you can read that. Oh, good. So they're hiring illegals as officers. Now, I'm not making some blanket endorsement of Alex Jones, but this is something that can, can be verified. This is something that can be easily verified factual. They're not making up these interviews where they're interviewing these, this guy and he's justifying why they're hiring illegals. So when it's so comes to something like that i will glean from news sources like i will glean from nbc or abc or cbs if it's something that can be verified usa today that's how it is in england i've had members of parliament on from england where they reported over half the cps workers that take your kids uh don't even speak english aren't from the country they come from mainly eastern Bloc. they found uh folks that grew up under totalitarianism they're they're hiring them because there's a second wave of uh, people out of East. So, sounds like the people that are in Gatlinburg when when Taylor and I went to visit there uh, over a year ago, and everybody was like Ukrainian and and from Eastern Bloc countries, and no, and uh, you know exactly what I had been told about all of these Russian, Ukrainian slash Eastern Bloc potential troops and people being prepositioned there, and again, it's like a big. It's like a whole bunch of intel gathering on their end, and, and seeing how they what they have to do to meld and blend in to the con, con, uh, to our country to gain intel. Reminds me of that. In Europe, not the first wave wanted to flee tyranny. The new wave just wants better jobs, and they're the socialists that stayed behind. And boy, do they make good masters over the indigenous. This is what a slow invading horde looks like. Breitbart recently reported, under current federal policy. The U.S. issues green cards to approximately one million new legal permanent residents every single year. If Congress does not pass legislation to reduce the number of green cards issued each year, the U.S. will legally add 10 million or more new permanent immigrants over the next 10 years. A block of new permanent... And that's not including the illegal aliens. These are legal green card people. Permanent immigrants. That's not including all the illegal aliens that are poured over the border, which is even more number-wise than this. Residents larger than populations of Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina combined. Again, we're talking about states here now. Where, like, we were just saying, you know, the the... the original population of 13 colonies and all this stuff. Now we're talking about whole states where their populations are going to be doubled just in these uh, green card holders alone, not including the illegal aliens in the next 10 years. And why are these numbers so staggering? Breitbart continues, the post-World War II boom decades of the 1950s and 1960s averaged together less than 3 million green cards per decade or about 285,000 annually. Due to lower immigration rates, the total foreign-born population in the United States dropped from about 10.8 million in 1945 to 9.7 million in 1960 and 9.6 million in 1970. Now the floodgates are wide open, as ICE documents revealed earlier this year that another 30,000 criminal illegals were released into the U.S. following the previous 36,000 released in 2013 that are currently roaming our streets, randomly committing DUIs, drug offenses, kidnappings, carjackings, aggravated assault, and murder. Putting it all into perspective, can you imagine the hubris it would take to install illegal Americans into the city councils of Mexico in order for more illegal Americans to overtake the Mexican community while committing heinous criminal acts in their country, John Bound. But see, we're not doing that. We're, we're not. They can do it to us all day long, and, and the white gringo needs to keep his mouth shut, essentially. Okay? Or anyone in America. That doesn't like this, whether you're Oriental, Black, whoever. You need to keep your mouth shut. I'm saying that because I know they hate the gringos the most. You know, because they view them as, okay, La Raza, the whole race thing. You came, you you stole our country originally when, you know, the colonies were settled. And then when they branched down and they came down. Okay, so they blame the gringo for that, primarily. And so there's a whole other sect of our society that is being allowed in that hates our guts to a certain extent a certain percentage of that population's and, and, and they've been conditioned to it 
Okay, so I, all I'm saying is this stuff's been all been done by design. I'm just trying to enlighten you on what has been done. I'm not saying hate them back. Okay, I'm saying this is how they've been conditioned. So there's all of these built-in enemies, all of these built-in race wars that are on the horizon, and this is exactly what the New World Order has been planning for for a long time. Now let's go further here. Um, Homeland admits new surge of illegals and more coming. This just came out like a couple days. Uh, Deputy Border Patrol Chief Ronald Vetaleo said the number of illegal immigrant families captured at the border rose in July, bucking a trend in worrying officials who have been expecting the number of illegals to drop as the heat increases in late summer. No, they're just pouring over still, just as the number of unaccompanied minors does. Even worse, the administration fears things may get worse if illegal immigrants hear about Judge Dolly M. Gies, and there's a link to this, Good old Judge Dolly M. Gee's July 24th ruling, all but prohibiting detention of illegal immigrant families. So don't you dare arrest any of these illegal aliens coming over the border. You don't, don't you dare. Guaranteed she is in the back pocket of Obama and being paid well to serve Satan. Indeed, the administration warned that Central American parents may actually be enticed to bring their children on the perilous journey north, realizing they can use their kids as shields to get um, themselves released from detention. Oh, you got a family? Guess what? You don't have to go to jail. If you would have come by yourself, well, maybe they'd be a little, you know, harder. But if you got kids, now nah, we'll let you go. You know, that's your get-out-of-jail-free card pass. So, it's all a win-win for the New World Order. That, in turn, could mean even more children being forced to make the trip. Okay, now we're going to change gears again. This is a whole other aspect to this coming race war. Farrakhan, Louis, the wonderful Muslim, black Muslim Louis Farrakhan, has announced this, uh, this last week here, um, blacks must rise up and kill whites, particularly white cops. Calls for 10,000 black Muslim men to retaliate. Now, can you imagine if a white minister, Christian minister, made a similar proclamation? I'm trying to constantly point out all of the double standards and the hypocrisy. Double standards where certain races are not held to any type of accountability to say certain things. Yet other races, like white races, you can't ever, ever, ever even get near to saying anything like that. I'm not saying it'd be right to say that. But the hypocrisy is just unbelievable here. While Obama and the Praetorian media's cadre of leftists scream about the Confederate flag being offensive and right-wingers being domestic extremists, silence from the same when they are calls for mass slaughter of whites in America. See, that's fine. You could say you can mass slaughter the whites, particularly white men or white cops, all day long. That's fine. That's good. That's wonderful. Don't don't even. I mean, have you heard about this on the news? Have you heard about this? Can you imagine if if Franklin Graham or somebody like that called for this? He wants ten thousand white men to rise up and, and slaughter blacks. What do you think? What do you think the public reaction? That would be that would be front page news for the next ten years. And boy, oh boy, the the demonization that would occur. The, the, would be just unbelievable. But it's fine for Louis Farrakhan to say. It's fine. He gets a pass. I keep warning about the increasing signs of the impending genocide being openly discussed and planned in America by leftist ideologues of various stripes. Official government documents refer to white conservative Christians who oppose abortion as potential domestic terrorists. The, the, the lady the other day, the guy that, the, the group that went in and recorded the Planned Parenthood, which we're going to get into later, the, the first thing out of her mouth, which she interviewed the guys, is, you're, it sounds like you're a domestic terrorist. Are you a domestic terrorist? Is what she was saying to him. Guys, like, I don't have a violent bone in my body. I was documenting this wickedness, these lies of Planned Parenthood. Oh, no, no, you're a white domestic terrorist. <laughs> because he went in and, and, and they nailed Planned Parenthood. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. But, you know, that's the way that um, they're going to be painted. 
Official government documents refer to white conservative Christians who oppose abortion as potential domestic terrorists and classify right-wing conservatives and returning vets as extremists. Ideologues have called southern whites monsters and a bigger threat to the country than the jihadist Islam. There's been calls to um, disarm all white men, to kill them. All of these things that if it were the other way around, if, it, if they were being called to disarm like whoever, if illegal aliens or blacks or what, no, my, it, again, it would be front page news for the next, who knows how long. But it's fine if they say it. It's cool. It's good. And so some media hacks are demanding that the entire Southern ethnic culture be eradicated. They're digging up Confederate war generals, talks of digging up their wives, the Confederate flag being banned everywhere when they have no clue what that even stands for. And I'm going to do a study on that eventually. I mean, oh, but it's, and it's not what anything what has been portrayed in the news, if you actually do what the history of that flag represents. Again, pure hypocrisy there. Total, unbelievable hypocrisy. Now that life is cheap and the government-funded organizations are killing babies by the tens of millions and selling their harvested parts for profit, what does it matter that other undesirables and threats to society are suggested to be eliminated? Yeah. And I'm really sorry if this offends anybody, but the, the white race is, seems to be in the absolute crosshairs of who is, who is in the crosshairs to be eliminated in the coming New World Order for America. It's not my agenda. It's not my plan. And I'm not going to make apologies for exposing that. And, and, acting, and it's not because I'm feeling sorry for myself either. If this was happening to the blacks, I would expose it equally. If this was happening to the legal you know, people that have come here from Mexico and Latin America, I would expose that as well. Or any other race. Orientals, it doesn't matter. But it just so happens to be my race. So I'm going to expose it. Wherever I see wickedness, wherever I see evil, I'm going to expose it. And I'm not going to make apologies for it. Recent headlines read, Virginia bans Confederate flag plates, but not Planned Parenthood plates. Of course not. Of course not. I, I think that Planned Parenthood should say pro-death, you know, with, a, with uh, you know, a baby that's being dismembered on the license plate. Why not? That would be fair, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be accurate? Another headline reads, gay marriage is all about attacking Christianity, says the author. That's what this gay marriage thing's all about, attacking Christianity. I had somebody email me and say, oh, I don't think it's going to, they're not going to go to the church. <laughs> yes, they are. They're going to target the ministers. They're going to they're gonna target the 501c3 church, particularly. They're going to go to there, and they're going to demand that they perform their gay marriage wedding. They're going to try to force everyone to conform and accept and rubber stamp their wicked, evil, sick, perverted, twisted lifestyle. And I, I, I would take a bullet in the head before I do it. I would never do it, ever. Never capitulate to evil. And But they're going to do it. There's going to be droves of them. And the gays are going to go, and they're going to put them in a corner. And we're going to see who are the ones that won't do it. Who are the ones that are going to bow up, man up, grow a backbone, and not perform the gay marriages. Because if you do, as far as I'm concerned, you already sold your soul to Satan then. Just, just, you're going to beg for the mark of the beast, pastor, when it comes down to it. You're going to beg for it. Next report. Gays shop for Christian clerk to target. They're targeting Christian clerks in stores now, too, so that they can say a hate crime was perpetuated on them. Okay? This is what the gays are doing. Next report. Gays demand irreversible harm to Christians. Now that they got the gay marriage thing, like they said, we're just getting started. We got a ton of unfinished business. Just like Sodom and Gomorrah. Was it ever enough in Sodom and Gomorrah? Would it have ever been enough? If Lot had given them, my word, he tried to give his daughters. I, I don't quite, don't understand that at all. But if, if, let's say they weren't angels, they were just good looking guys. 
in life. And he had given them. Do you think that the gays ultimately would have been satisfied with them? No. They would have come for Lot and his family next. It was getting that bad. That's why God had waited as long as he could. He had to destroy them with fire and brimstone. Well, the gays are the same way. They're absolute vessels of Satan as far as I'm concerned. The ones that, are, that have this agenda, these, these types of gays... And they're the ones trying to change policy. They're the ones pushing for gay marriage. They're the ones trying to push Christian clergy to perform their game. They're the ones suing the Christian bakers now. Because it's never enough. I'm not saying all gays are like that as far as, as, as they're all like totally with this motivation to do all of this. Okay, But a lot of them are. I'm also not condoning their lifestyle either. But I do have some listeners that have told me they were gay and they came out of the lifestyle. They're born again, saved, Christians now, married, the whole nine yards. And I have no reason to doubt them. Okay? So, I'm just saying, the rabid ones though, the ones that are really, really, really wanting to bring this, I'm telling you, they have an agenda and they have a lot of money behind them. And they're way more dedicated to this than the average Christian is. They're way more dedicated to imposing their will on Christians in particular. That's their main target. I, I knew this was going to happen as soon as that gay marriage ruling happened. None of this matters to a society that is collapsing into wickedness and evil, though. The more heinous the suggested acts and the more it will be applauded, urged, lobbied, and eventually policies will be made to enact them. Human life is cheap in America now, and the ideologues and unfettered maniacs like Farrakhan and Malik Zulu Shabazz get applause for suggesting the wholesale slaughter of the white race and people they have demonized. Today it's white policemen particularly, and conservative Christian whites for tomorrow. If you take Farrakhan at his word, which you must understand his black Muslim followers do, okay, he is demanding the federal government... Do the deed of eradicating white people whom he blames for everything from slavery to the deaths of black children. Even though he says nothing about the true exterminator, and this is what I add in, even though he says nothing about the true exterminator of the black race in America, which is Planned Parenthood. Why isn't he screaming about Planned Parenthood? And how 51% of the women in New York City, black women, abort their babies. Why isn't he talking about that? That's the true exterminator of the black race. They're going right along with what Margaret, Margaret Sanger formed Planned Parenthood for. They're going right along with it. Oh, no, we're not going to talk about that. We'll just key in on this other. The rhetoric is designed to incite action into violence. He is asking for 10,000 black men amidst a million-man march. In Washington, D.C. on October 15th. Now remember, October 15th, 2015. This is right on the heels of all that stuff I just covered. It's one month after September 15th when this stuff is really going to start, most likely, if it's going to start popping off, it's probably going to be in that time frame. About a month later. He's asking for 10,000 black men amidst a million-man march in D.C. on October 15, 2015, who are willing to die to kill those whom Farrakhan blames for the black, all the black woes and all the black problems. Can you imagine if a white man was doing this? I have to keep bringing that up because the hypocrisy is so gigantic. Have you seen the news report on this? No. Is the world totally insane? There is no mistake in his words. I'm going to play you the clip. Retaliation if the federal government won't intercede in our affairs. So evidently now the, the, the uh, federal government has to do the bidding of the black Muslims in America and kill the white people. What? Really? This is a quote from him. Retaliation if the federal government won't intercede in our affairs, then we must rise up and kill, rise, rise up and kill those who kill us. 
Oh, all the white cops killing all the blacks. Well, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to look at the, and I've already cited the statistics, how there's more white people killed by white cops per year than black people that are killed by white cops. Statistical facts. But that doesn't matter to them, to Farrakhan or any of them, I guess. That doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. Let's just create a problem. Let's blow something out of proportion. And so we can demonize and hate all white people and kill them. That's what he's calling for. We must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stalk them and kill them and let them feel the pain of death that we are feeling. End of quote. And I'm supposed to, as a white guy, shut my mouth about this and just take it like a good little white man would. It's what they expect. It's what the mass media expects. It's what the Muslims expect. It's what Farrakhan would expect of me. I'm not built that way. I hate evil and wickedness wherever I see it. And as long as God gives me breath in this ministry, I'm going to keep exposing this. And make no apologies for it. Here, let's, let's, let's hear the quote himself. I'm looking for 10,000 in the midst of a million. Listen, listen. You should, I mean, these people are, are, are like just going crazy. Ten thousand fearless men. Who say death is sweeter than continued life under tyranny. Under tyranny? How is our government imposing tyranny on the black race in general? There's more tyranny against against conservative Christians. And returning veterans and pro-Second Amendment, the, the, the Muslims are given a free pass to do so much in this country. Disproportionately, I've documented this over and over again, and he's complaining about tyranny? Like white people are going out and wholesale slaughtering black Muslims in the streets? That isn't happening! This is so delusional and evil and wicked. And these deluded devils clapping. There's going to be a race war. If, 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 if it can be this one-sided and, and you could still have all of this delusional behavior go down and glorifying evil and demonization of people that aren't even attacking you, then there's definitely going to be a race war if anything starts to pop off. Because they're obviously already primed for it. The black Muslims. I'm not saying all blacks. I'm saying this sect of humanity in America is obviously wanting this, primed for it, ready, and ready to die for it. Ready to go to hell for it. They're all smiling and clapping. Than to continue to live. And bury our children right. while white folks give the killer hamburgers. We're, we're going to talk about this whole subject in depth. We're going we're gonna to go into it in detail. I've went into it in the past, but we're going to go even farther into it today. Because I refuse to just sit back and be silent about this particular subject when there's so many lies perpetuated regarding it. Death is screwed up! Not if you go to hell. In watching us slaughter each other. But I guess that's the white person's fault too. Them slaughtering one another. It's all the white person's fault. Is what, and so now we're the focus of their hatred. Because we're the result of every bit of evil that has ever happened to the black race. That is what I'm hearing here. The joy of a full hundred year old and death, death is sweet. The Quran teaches persecution is worse than slaughter. 
So we're persecuting the poor Muslims and the poor black Muslims. I know white humanity is really doing We're slaughtering them in the streets of America. No, you know what? It's the exact opposite that's happening. If you look at a worldwide thing, the Muslims are slaughtering the Christians. That's what's happening. But evidently in their narrative, in their dream world they live in, it's the exact opposite. Why? Because I guess Satan says so? I don't know. There's no facts to back this up. Then it says, retaliation is prescribed. So retaliation is prescribed in the Quran. So now we're getting ready. You go out and you kill the whites. It's what he's clearly saying. In matters of the slain. The slain? What? Again, what white people are going out there wholesale slaughtering black people or black Muslims? The exact opposite dynamic is happening in the streets across America. 39 to 1 ratio of black on white crime disproportionate. Whites get attacked or have crimes committed to them at 39 to 1 ratio. Black on white. 39 to 1. And he has the audacity, the fork-tongue audacity, to say it's like it's the exact opposite? Like whites are attacking the blacks at a 39 to 1 ratio? The way he's talking, you would think that was the case. Retaliation is a prescription from God. From Satan. To calm the breast of those whose children have... May God rain down his fury in this fork-tongue devil all he is doing is inciting a whole race of people to, to basically kill all the whites. And he's saying he's a minister of God. He is a minister of Satan. Slain. So if the federal government will not intercede in our affairs. So evidently the federal government is supposed to come and kill us. So it, because they're not doing that, then what, what? Let's see what he says now. Then we must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stop them and kill them and let them feel the pain of death that we are feeling. So biblical, what he's prescribing. So unbelievably biblical. So I need to die because I'm white. That's why I need to die. I don't go around hurting black people. I don't. I don't do that. I respect everyone that I see. I treat them equally. I've had a lot of friends that were that were black. I've got I get along really good with black people. Okay? That's why this makes me so angry because it's like, wow, you're accusing all the white people collectively of something that collectively, for the majority of them, they are not guilty of. Then you see all the disproportionate black on white crime that is a statistical fact in America, and that's ignored. That doesn't apply. That doesn't fit their satanic narrative. It's the exact opposite of what they're portraying. And they say we need to be killed because of that. Standing ovation. If it's this bad now, if they're calling for this now when things aren't even really bad, can you imagine what it's going to be like when, when the economy collapses and then when people are really angry because they're they're hungry maybe they don't have anything to drink and they're going to start to start to remember the words of devils like this and say you know what i'm going to kill as many white people as i can because they're to blame for all of this that's exactly the scenario this satanic obama farrakhan who are buddies are trying to create God rained down his fury I'm on you, you devil from the pit of hell. He is nothing but a devil from the pit of hell. So the question comes up when watching this, why isn't this hate-mongering, genocidal wannabe, Islamic terrorist arrested for terroristic threatening, death threats, incitement, and any other charges that would certainly be levied against any white 
Christian conservative talking this same way. Why isn't this devil in jail? Guaranteed, any white person calling for this, Christian conservative, oh, they'd be in jail in a heartbeat. It'd be front page news for the next year. But no, it's fine. Because it fits their satanic narrative. So he could say whatever he wants. It's perfectly fine. Don't you love hypocrisy? Don't you just love it? It's all I see anymore. The blacks are legal aliens or Muslims or abortionists. Um, okay, if let me just finish the last part. Uh, would certainly be um, levied against any white cons- conservative Christian talking this way about, say, the blacks or illegal aliens or Muslims or abortionists and their clinics. Well, I mean, if a white conservative was talking that way to go kill them. Certainly any white Christian anywhere publicly advocating violence like this would be met with calls for immediate arrest, if not warranting a SWAT team. And they'd be more than happy to plaster it all over TV, all over the newspapers, everywhere. The hypocrisy regarding this issue knows no end and bounds. See, in Obama's America, it is a crime to protest death mills, harvesting baby parts for sale. But it is free speech to incite 10,000 black men to rise up and kill whites. I didn't hear him say police anywhere in there. They were saying, oh, this is about police. I heard him say whites, basically. It was a little vague on that point, is all I'm saying. I don't think it's going to matter to Farrakhan as long as they're white. Is what the point I'm trying to make. Whether they be police or families and people based on the color of their skin. Okay, so it's free speech to incite 10,000 black men to rise up and kill whites. Whether they be police or families and people based on the color of their skin. The civil society is unraveling. How is it possible to coexist alongside a group of people who want you and your race dead? And demand that their government help them do it? Again, am, am, am I not supposed to say anything about this? Just sit back as a white person and say nothing? Because that would be prejudice if I did so, like I'm doing now. Is it better for me just to be silent about this? You cannot coexist alongside a people who will vote for those who will make their demands to become public policy of an eradication of a particular race of people. We can thank his heinous Barack Obama I for creating the conditions that will exacerbate a race war followed by genocide. Randy DeSoto, writing for the Western Journalism, notes the connection between Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam in Obama. DeSoto mentions a November 2008 article posted on Newsmax website that cites a former top deputy to the Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, Dr. Vibert White Jr. said Obama is connected to the black nationalist movement in Chicago and there has existed an open line between Obama and Farrakhan to discuss policy and strategy. Obama told the Chicago Reader in 1995 these are mean and cruel times exemplified by a lock em up take no prisoners mentality that dominates the Republican-led Congress. Historically, African Americans have turned inward and toward the black nationalism whenever they have a sense, as we do now, that the mainstream have, have rebuffed, rebuffed us and that white Americans could care less about the profound problems African Americans are facing. Now I'm seeing this firsthand. I've lost a ton of listeners, not a ton, but all black listeners over this. I'm not saying I don't have any black listeners left. I'm saying I've lost quite a few over this issue. And we're going to get into an email I just got sent on uh, a couple more things where I go into this. And I rebuff and refute every single point this particular black listener says to me point by point with facts and statistics. So what I'm trying to say is that I would view my black listeners as some of the most in the know knowledgeable blacks on the planet 
regarding current events, regarding end times, regarding, and they're still buying in to this narrative because they're defending, they're, they're sounding a whole lot like Louis Farrakhan. My black listeners sounding like Louis Farrakhan. Not demanding 10,000 people die, white people, but very much so the whole plight of the black man, whites are to blame for everything mentality. Very much so. Which has me mind boggled. I, I'm, I'm like, how could you have been my listener this long? How could you be buying into this garbage? Do you realize who you're aligning yourself with? You're aligning yourself with people like Farrakhan. When you take these, the stance. How can you not look at the facts? 34 page PDF. I will send them. Can't refute it. Doesn't matter. Okay, I tried. I'm not going to apologize for truth. It's all documented. It's overwhelming. We're going to get into the statistics. But it doesn't matter. Okay, I guess, am, am I therefore your, become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Galatians 4.16, yes. Yes. I am therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. You made it that way, not me. Fine. I've done what I can do. Next report, black mob beats up white man carrying Confederate flag. Was this in the front page of the news? No, of course not. It's a black mob that beat up a white man carrying a Confederate flag. That doesn't fit their narrative. A black mob of youths beat up a white man carrying a Confederate flag in Charleston last week. And the video was posted earlier in the week. The youths beat the man down to the pavement and then took his flag. One man was carrying a bat. No news coverage. No, that's fine. It's fine to do that. We deserve to all die because we're white. That's why. Now, I'm not saying that maybe wherever this dude was, he should have not been there. I don't know. I don't know the full circumstance on it. But the, the point is, is if the, if, is if the situation was reversed, and again, my comment here, again, if the tables were turned and it was a group of whites beating up a black man carrying a Black Lives Matter flag, this report would have been front page news for weeks with innumerable calls for the eradication of the white race. But I can't point that out because I'm a prejudice. I'm, I'm a prejudicial racist if I do that. Black mobs routinely terrorize cities across the country. But the media, but again, you, you listen to Farrakhan and it's like, no, it's the white people that are constantly annihilating black people across the country. No, no. Statistically, the exact opposite is happening just got into that last week a little bit about all those reports out of detroit group of 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 black six black thugs taking two different couples and you know they weren't black couples they didn't mention their race and when they when they don't mention their race they're white or some other derivation of that they gang raped the women in front of the guy and forced him to watch that was just one of the, the, the normal headlines in Detroit. There was like two or three others that were all black on white crime, essentially. That's fine, though. It was just a minor point in, in their little thing that didn't make it out of the local news. Of Can you imagine if groups of white men were going around raping black women in front of their, their, their black uh, boyfriend or husband and forcing the black men to watch? Do you think it'd be front page news? Of course it would. The thing is, is my, my whole take on this is if people don't push back when they see evil, in whatever form that evil takes, then that evil spreads and it becomes just basically a normal part of life and you just accept it. I refuse to accept this. I refuse to just give in and say, oh yes, I'm not going to say anything because I'm white. Black mobs routinely terrorize cities across the country, but the media and the government are silent. Read the detailed account of rampant racial crime in White Girl Bleed a Lot, the return of racial violence to America, and how the media ignores it. Now, 
please understand me. I love my black listeners. I love the black friends I've had. I get along with black people really good when I see them in general out in public. I don't treat them any different than I would treat a white person. Ever. That's a whole other issue. This is what is going on, though, in America. And I have to expose it. I don't hate black people. I don't hate Orientals. I don't hate, like, the Latin Americans or the Hispanics. I don't. But I'm talking about agendas against the white race that I cannot deny. I cannot, obviously, this is very near and dear to Satan's heart that this be pulled off in America. I am trying to stem the tide of this and inject some sanity into this whole thing. Point out the facts so that this doesn't happen. Because this is total insanity. One-sided racial violence is exploding. Along with, and, and a, a lot of it is exploding because of devil maggots like Farrakhan and Al Sharpton and the Rainbow Coalition and Jesse and all these race baiters that are out there inciting this violence. Feeding into it. One-sided racial violence is exploding along with widespread, widespread racial crime, even riots. The, the hundreds of episodes in more than 80 cities since 2010, groups of black people have been roaming the streets in America, assaulting, intimidating, stalking, threatening, vandalizing, stealing, shooting, stabbing, and even raping and killing. My own daughter almost died the other night because of this. She almost died because of this so i'm a little bit fired up about this right now because it's really hitting close to home with me over a black gang and if it wasn't god if it wasn't for god delivering her out of that situation only god knows what would have happened to her that night she was in a good area of town the other night 